Hello. Hello. Welcome to Desk Pop. Uh, today on Desk Pop, we are talking briefly about Nintendo World, and then we are diving into uh, Last of Us to review and timeline, a la Andy. Yep. So uh, get ready, and also don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> Thank you for partaking in our podcast. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm happy to have you here, in. Andy. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing a okay. Wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. How are you doing, Brian? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm out in these spooky woods that I'm not familiar with. Uh, I haven't played the game. <laughs> yeah. uh, wearing this cool jacket, uh, this, this Mario jacket. Uh, yeah, just living life from here. Here to have a good time. It just occurred to me, like, are, are you are you behind like a green screen right now? Uh, yeah, or I'm in front a of a green screen. screen yeah, because I'm looking at like bits and pieces of Luigi and I'm like, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't see that. It's it's, it's yeah, yeah, your jacket color palette a little uh, bit. Spooky. It's very spooky. Very spooky. Yeah. Yoshi doesn't show up anymore. Oh, well. Oh, how are you? What are you up to? What's going on? Tell me. I I'm doing okay. I just finished cooking a, a meal from HelloFresh, um, and I'm I've I continue to learn every time I cook one of those meals that every time it says cook something for a blank amount of time, you gotta like triple it <laughs> in order to actually get it how it looks like in the picture. Yeah. So I did that today. I've been. I uh, the I told you that the latest update in Animal Crossing was going to be enough for me to get back into it. Uh-huh. And it was not a lie. I've gotten back into it. Yeah. Um, and I'm struggling to keep up with all of the other changes that have happened to the game that I missed out on. That <laughs> um, if if you're interested in hearing my my quick adaptation to that, listen to our late to the party mm-hmm. on Animal Crossing. Um. And I currently have Iron Man VR installing. So as soon as we finish, um, I'll play that. So <laughs> I want everyone to know that I'll be having fun um, playing <laughs> Iron Man VR and not talking to you about it. Great. <laughs> love, yeah. love to see it. Uh, <laughs> or love not to see it. Love not to see it. I'll have you know that I actually had two backgrounds queued up. So I, uh, I had an Iron Man background queued up as well. So, But we won't be using that well, one today. Can, <laughs> no can you, can you seamlessly change it no <laughs> i don't want to play you on, i don't want to be like a it takes a while <laughs> i don't have a whenever a kid is like oh my kid yeah. knows how to do this thing. quick do it in front do of it. everyone right let me put do, you on the spot do your party trick <laughs> drink your juice shelby yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay that's yeah my skin is looking Extra great today. I know I have like a nice a uh, little sheen from the webcam, but man, my skin is just doing great today. Especially for like the apocalypse. Where are you finding uh, yeah. skincare products? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, finding some good loot out there in <laughs> alternate reality 
year, I think 2040. I don't know anything about The Last of Us, so. You're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to do my, I'm going to try my gosh darndest to explain um, the lore of Last of Us to you. I'm so excited. Um, starting from the second game. <laughs> starting from the bottom, now we're here. Uh, okay, so you had something I know you want to talk about. Yeah, so um, some footage came out recently of the development of Nintendo World. It is finished. It's ready to be opened. Um, however, it won't be opened, obviously, because of the of the pandemic. Why? It's finished. Why won't it be open? <laughs> Look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, but there's footage of it up and running, so there are Piranha Plant animatronics dancing around there are koopa shells and rotating coins and yoshis are walking around um it's a very active space um and it looks super it looks so cool and i hate all of these leaks because i i wish i could be there i can't um and i wish that they would build that in the u.s but it's gonna take even longer yeah the u.s one was was originally yeah it's supposed to be a year later or yeah yeah i think it was supposed to be next year and i don't i between you and me i don't think that's gonna happen do you have insider Uh, information what is this where is this coming from (laughs) i i I don't know a little a little piece of bacteria told Mm. me that it's not gonna it's not gonna happen (laughs) it's not gonna happen next year (laughs) but uh i was playing animal crossing and i was thinking about that and i was like man with animal crossing being as big as it is it'd be so cool to see something animal crossing related in the park and i thought you know what what would they add or what would it be like? And then I and I thought of it. Imagine this. Imagine Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons, <laughs> Animal Crossing crossover. Um It's time. So imagine a a boat ride where you go from room to room, similar to like the Disney the Disney ride format or whatever. Mm. But each room represents maybe a different biome so you can go through like an animal crossing forest and you can like go to the beach and then you go through a little village and then you go um to like an island or something Mm -hmm. and maybe the weather changes you're in like a snowy area now and there are of course different animal crossing villagers or whatever and they're like projected onto like screens in the background or whatever um there's like a 4d experience happening so there's some practical effects so there's some digital effects and it's interactive where you can have your smartphone out with some app and you could take pictures of bugs and fish or animals in the background and you try to like catch as many bugs or things as you can and collect them and then at the end of the ride you like turn them into um what is his name blathers and he like gives you a score. That'd be cool. And you can like compete. So it's kind of like the Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. um, like a dark ride, right where you shoot the yeah. Mm. But instead, you're like trying to catch all the bugs and wildlife and stuff. And it could be randomly generated each time because they're like screens. Mm. So that'd be cute. Yeah, yeah that, that's my that's my idea for an <laughs> Animal Crossing ride. Have that like collectathon feel, but it'd also be really cute because like there'd be different villagers each time or something. Do you want to hear my each idea? Season. Yeah, let's hear it. So my idea is it's a dark ride like Scooby-Doo. Animal Crossing. Uh, there's villagers. They're walking around. Uh, you got to kill them. Projected. <laughs> uh, 
they're you catch bugs, but they're not on the the app. They release actual bugs, uh, and you have to catch them in your hands and turn them in at the end to the blathers. Um, so just yours, but with real bugs, is my idea. Okay, just hope that they don't release the <laughs> the scorpions in the actual <laughs> boat that you're traveling in. Yep. Right, or maybe for seeking the thrill, maybe. <laughs> there's just one boat marked for thrill seekers it's full of scorpions <laughs> <laughs> it's already full like you're getting in and it's already full of scorpions <laughs> you're already like the ride hasn't even started yet there you go it's just a glorified suicide booth i want to die surrounded by all my animal and then you die being surrounded by your least favorite animal crossing villagers they won't leave oh fuck mine would be um fucking flip chip chip or flip what's his fucking name i don't talk to him anymore so i forgot his name ugly ass orange monkey i don't want anything to do with him he's oh he's the worst i think chip is the name of the badger fisherman guy maybe it's i think it's flip then i don't obviously want to spend too much time uh derailing this podcast so that i could berate I mean, my animal crossing villager but it's flip <laughs> ironically my least favorite animal crossing villager is ellie who also shares the name of the protagonist in mm. last of us 2 mm. and that wasn't me like trying to segue it is a, like an actual <laughs> coincidence that good because i'm not done talking people. about animal crossing <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i'm gonna talk about this to the day i fucking die i'm getting in that boat full of scorpions and i'm gonna die <laughs> i'm getting i'm getting in my scorpion boat I'm going to die with a huge fucking smile on my face. <laughs> All right. Um, well, yeah. Tell me. Convince me uh, to get The Last of Us, uh, I guess, starting from the second game. <laughs> Sell uh, me on it. <laughs> so I seconds after we finished recording the last episode of Desk Pop, I finished Last of Us 2. And overall, I loved this game. I think it's been it's been getting tens of ten out of tens, a hundred A plus tens, tens, tens across the board. Yeah. Across the board, perfect reviews. And I disagree with those. I think the least I think the least the thing that's keeping this from being a perfect game in my eyes is the game's length in itself. Mm. I think um the vit and and I'll go I'll go into that in a second. I'll start off with the visuals. The visuals are fantastic. It blows my mind that the PlayStation 4 came out in 2012 and they're still pushing these visuals from it. I did mm. not play it on a Pro. I played it on Baseline PlayStation and it blew my mind. Mm. This is like the one good argument as to why consoles are better than PC. And it's because when you mass produce all these gaming systems with the same specs game developers can they don't have to worry about optimizing their games for all sorts of crazy settings they know that there's a consistent baseline so they could just do everything they can to push the most out of that of those specs you know so like a pc could obviously have way better specs but if a game's not optimized correctly or whatever it could still look like dog shit Mm -hmm. um so it, this this game is crazy. The animations, there's an animation for everything, and it's not annoying. Um, there are some games where there's animations for, like, your character specifically to turn around, or, like, if you're sitting down, you're standing up, there's, like, this long, like, like, getting up, and it's 
but all these animations are very natural they're realistic um they're not annoying at all the physics there's a lot of gifs on twitter going around of like people throwing water hoses and ropes around and the physics on the ropes actually drape over all these other objects and it and it i'm not used to it being so perfect Mm -hmm. so it and the hair the hair physics is just like they're um one of the characters you play as for a huge chunk of the game has a um uh, a braid and it just kind of like flies around whenever you're walking around but it's like realistic and that it's just like yeah it's crazy to me um you don't have uncanny valley with any of the human characters but you know we'll see how i stand on that like four years from now uh because usually when games like this come out they don't age well Hmm. so we'll but right now like this is like god tier (laughs) visual quality of games right now Hmm. um as far as the story goes um this story it's really i love the story and i'm not entirely sold on you know this should be a video game i know they're (laughs) making a last of us show Hmm. and you know, until I see The Last of Us, until I see the show rendition, I'll save my final opinion on it. But like this story was so good and it sucks that a lot of people are going to miss out on this because it's a game. So there's an accessibility issue with like, you know, people who I know would appreciate the story. They don't play games. So, they, you know, unless outside of a let's play, they probably won't get to experience it. Um but I really like the story. The story went in directions that I didn't necessarily think it was going to go in. And that being said, um, I'm going to jump into spoilers. So if you if you care <sighs> for spoilers, I have to leave, leave. now because I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to get into it. Oh, Brian's being decapitated. Oh, he's back. Um, <laughs> Did you finish? <laughs> so. Do you know anything about the first Last of Us, Brian? I saw the the tra- the trailer. I saw the release. I saw a let's play of the beginning of the game, um, but I don't think it captured my attention in the way that everyone. And, and it's one of those things where it's like once everyone is critically acclaiming something, it's it's hard for me to get excited about it. Like I don't know if my stupid human brain just wants to feel special and find something that no one else likes or what. But it's one of those things where it's like. I started to watch it and then it wasn't scary watching it. So I kind of stopped. I, I didn't pay attention to any of the story. I can't, I can't remember a single thing. I know there's like an opening scene um, where they like get in a truck. <laughs> and that's like kind of it. That's all I know about the first part. Uh, the okay. first game. Uh, this one I knew absolutely nothing about. I knew okay. the girl with the guitar is the main one, I think. She's the main right. Pikachu in this game. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm okay. I have to okay. quickly walk you through the first game. <laughs> okay. And then we'll talk about the second one. All right. In the first Last of Us game, it starts right. off in two thousand, the year twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Great year. I remember this, it well. Twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen was a really good period. Compared to everything else, right now, those were golden years. <laughs> a lot of good movies came out in that time, but anywho. Um. This little girl is um, celebrating her dad's birthday with him, and they're in like Texas or something, and she gives him Relatable. like a watch, mm-hmm. a really nice watch for his birthday, 
and it's like this really cute father-daughter thing and they both go to bed and then in the middle of the night the daughter wakes up you know what i think i'm being too specific they both they both wake they wake up in the middle of the night the apocalypse is happening some sort of weird fungus has like grown mm-hmm. and started infecting people turning them into basically zombies mm-hmm. um the father the father's brother and the daughter are trying to escape in the in the truck to, right <laughs> yeah they're trying to escape in a truck trying to escape i know down. that part <laughs> um, special forces show up and they're trying to keep them contained and mm-hmm. in a quick skirmish they shoot the uh the little girl Mm. um thus putting like a bullet hole or something in like the dad's watch as he was like trying to save her Mm. um she dies cuts like i think 20 years later um the dad's now a very grizzled old man and he's like basically a runner he runs materials in and out of this city i think it's atlanta the city is being controlled by what's left of the u.s government i think it's called fedra he's hired by another group called the fireflies which is like they're, they're like a terrorist organization, but they're like kind of the good guys. They're trying to find mm-hmm. a cure for the disease or whatever. And they found another little girl, roughly the same age as the daughter when she died. Uh, this little girl named Ellie, and she's immune to this disease. So if she's bitten or if she breathes in these spores from like a fungus or the zombie, she does not turn. So it is now the main character, Joel, and therefore your job to travel across the United States, I think to Seattle with Ellie to deliver her to some hospital so that they could draw a cure from her. And so this obviously is a really long game. So over the course of this long journey across country, this grizzled, grumpy old man ends up forming a bond with this girl and he ends up like kind of being a surrogate father to her because she doesn't really have a family they bond over the course of this thing so by the time he gets to the hospital they're like friendly with each other now it's not like they're not just two grumpy people anymore Mm -hmm. there's a lot of character development that i glossed over but anywho they get to the hospital he delivers ellie to this like surgery room and they're like great we're gonna have to kill her uh in order to make (laughs) a cure like in order to like make a cure for this disease we're gonna she's she's not gonna make the surgery but humanity will be saved and then joel's basically like fuck that kills mm. everybody in the hospital <laughs> while ellie is unconscious because she was already put under for the surgery carries ellie out mm. ellie wakes up and they're already like in another like town that's humans had built mm. um with joel's brother who is like one of the figureheads of this town and Ellie's like, oh, what happened? And Joel, the crazy cliffhanger ending of the first game is Joel saying, like, nothing. Like, I took you to get a cure, but turns out that they were wrong. Oh. And there are lots of other, there's lots of other people who are immune like you. And yeah, like, there was nothing that they could do. So they just said, we can go. And she's kind of hesitant to believe it, but she's like, I mean, I have no reason not to trust you. Like, why would you lie to me? Mm. And the game ends. And you're just like, what like who <laughs> what kind of fucked up person would do that he damned all humanity because he's oh. like oh i have a second chance of being a father mm. um whatever so this next game starts off with last uh, of us two last of us two takes place i think 10 years after that okay. so i think we're in the year like 2040 i'm assuming joel is dead so the game starts and um 
basically Joel ends up saving some other survivors who are on the outskirts of their little reservation. And they're like, oh, thanks for saving us. Like, we have a shelter over here. Follow us. And Joel shows up and goes there. And they're like, yeah, this guy just saved my life. We're going to help take him to, like, his the town where he came from. What's your name? And he's like, oh, my name's Joel. And they're like, really? No shit? Your name's Joel? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, great. And so they beat the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> great. All the while, Ellie, like, figures out he's missing, tracks mm-hmm. him down, finds him, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to kill you, Ellie. We're here for Joel. They fucking kill Joel wow. because they're fucking pissed because yeah. Joel ruined humanity's last chance of having a cure for the virus. Uh, they leave Ellie. Ellie go, like, goes fucking hell-bent destructo mode, like, mm-hmm. all right, everyone's going to fucking die. I'm going to go cross-country, yeah. find the people who did this, kill them all. You're playing as Ellie on the cross on this cross country road trip. She's teamed up with her. There's not a label on it, but like kind of her girlfriend. Um, she leaves this small town to travel with her, but they already kind of have like an established relationship. So they're kind of like, you know, whatever bantering over the course of this thing. You're killing people left and right on your way to avenge Joel's death. Then halfway through the game, it cuts and you're now playing as the person who Ellie watched kill Joel. Uh, Turns out the person who was performing the surgery on Ellie was this woman. Her name is Abby. Abby's father. So she's avenged. She avenged her father by killing Joel. Mm. You meet her starting, you know, there's a flashback with like her with her father and like them bonding. And then you find you kind of play through the segment where you find out, you know, all oh, the father died or whatever. And then it cuts to like her living life in this town that she's in and you get to meet all of her other friends. And these are all familiar faces. Cause these are people who Ellie killed earlier in the game. Cause you're playing, mm-hmm. you know, in a time where Ellie's also on her way. So now you're feeling really bad. Cause you're meeting all these people and you're like, man, I killed them and I killed this person and I killed this person. So by the time you like make it to the end of the game, you're still playing as Abby. You fight Ellie um, and you're really sympathizing for Abby. You're just like, you know, Joel, um, it sucks because you see it from both sides and you really sympathize with the people who killed mm-hmm. Joel. Um, they were really hurt by what happened. Um, she ends up besting Ellie uh, in combat and is like, I'm not killing you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Oh, there's also halfway <laughs> through the game. There's like a there's like a religious cult. Mm-hmm. Um because every every modern game needs a religious cult, mm-hmm. uh, and they're Gotta all horrible people. Mm-hmm. You meet these two people who were excommunicated from the group because one of the people is trans, mm. uh, and they had came out as trans and shaved their head, and that's like against their religion or whatever. So they're trying to murder them. So you end up partnering up with them. One of them dies. So it's Abby and I. I'm forgetting their name. Uh, Abby and this this other character, this other trans character, um, and so and, and they they're kind of like the Joel and Ellie of this game. You mm. watch them bond over their journey. So Abby bests Ellie in combat or whatever. They let um, the um, Abby's companion convinces Abby to let Ellie live. She lets him live cuts to like a year later 
Ellie is living on a farm in the middle of nowhere with her girlfriend who now has two babies because she there's a whole pregnancy arc in the middle. Um, and she's like, yep, this is enough for me. But she still can't sleep and she has panic attacks and she's like, nope, I haven't gotten my sweet, sweet vengeance. I'm going to go and I'm going to go avenge Joel, goddammit. So we're playing as Ellie again. Uh, Abby and her friend are caught by like some fucked up group. Ellie finds them, kills them all, saves them both. Um, they're both in already pretty rough shape, but Ellie takes advantage of it, beats the shit out of uh, Abby. It basically is on the verge of drowning Abby. And then she has like a flashback of Joel and she kind of figures out like killing Abby is not going to not going to change anything and it's not going she she learns that there's no true justice and sure. revenge yeah yeah um and all throughout Ellie's arc there's flashbacks to the night before um Joel died and Joel and Ellie are interacting and you're like man did Ellie ever find out that Joel lied to her to her well you find out she did Joel mm. told her the truth and she said like I'm always going to hate you like mm. forever because like I could have sacrificed myself to save people and you took that from me um and so you're like damn it was like it, that really hurts but turns out like because you see a little bit more of the scene the longer you play through Ellie's story so at the very end you find out the very last thing that she said to him was uh um she she basically <laughs> okay Joel what? basically find, Joel finds out Joel finds out that she's gay and okay. is basically like oh any woman would be proud to be with you or something like that and she's like you can't butter me up by just saying things like that like I'll never forget like what you did I'll never forgive you. And he goes, if I could, if I could go back and do, and, you know, have a second chance, I would do the exact same thing again. Mm. I have no regrets. And she's like, I'll never forgive you, but I'd like to try. Mm. And Joel gets all teary eyed and he's like, I'd like that very much. Mm. And they kind of stand there for a little bit. And then she, like leaves and those that you find out that was the last exchange that they had. Mm -hmm. So they both kind of got, you know, Joel got kind of a forgive. Joel was kind of forgiven for they got to both relationship. Say their piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Abby got to like go and live a new life with her new friend. And they're, they're just trying to like rough things out together. Uh, there, there's obviously a whole bunch of other things in the story. Like I, I'm really, I kind of rushed because, <laughs> like, you know, we don't, it, you know, I don't have time sure. to go into the whole thing. But um, I really like the game. It was so touching. There are these musical renditions in the middle of the game where Ellie will play her guitar, mm-hmm. and it sounds really cringy, but like it's <laughs> so good. Um, she she does like a cover of "Take on Me." And she sings it like to her girlfriend like halfway through, and it's like right when they like just left everyone they've ever known, and they're like in the middle of nowhere, and they're like kind of on the outskirts of this rebel base, and things are looking a little grim, and it's just like it's so beautiful, and I sobbed at the end, 
it was so sad and the acting was so good mm. um it's it's the the last of us series they're they're not scary games mm-hmm. uh they're like it's it's the walking dead and like pixar's up mixed together mm. <laughs> that's what that the series is i fucking yeah. loved it um they and there's gameplay in between these story beats and that's kind of my negative thing to say like, <laughs> say about it um the gameplay is really fun but it gets a little repetitive okay um there are hits points where like you're exploring an area you're getting some loot you kill a couple of uh clickers which are mm. like the the zombies mm. um we've already we've already cool. talked about how i hate that <laughs> yeah well <laughs> I will say I know the, the, the clickers out of all of them, like every every other term in this series is kind of dumb. But the clickers mm. make sense because they make this like actual clicking sound. Sure. So you have like a if it was a generic zombie, then it's like, why aren't you just calling them zombies? Yeah. But like they have like weird like fungus heads and they make this actual anyways. Um, but you enter this like rinse, wash, repeat cycle like in the midpoint of Ellie's story, which is like half of the game where you're kind of doing this like same cycle of like explore loot, fight some things, move on. Oh, there's like a firefight. I got to survive. Then it kind of, there's like this, I think it's like maybe two hours that you have to kind of like suck it up through. Yeah. That it just, it just kind of feels boring. Other than that, it was really fun to play through the game, but just this two hour span, I was like, man, like, I want to fucking die. Like, mm. Jesus Christ. This is like, I want to keep watching this story play out. Um, the thing that really makes this game special, other than uh, the story, because the story is, is kind of a unique thing, is just the level of, and this is the thing that it gets a little toxic um, to like the outcry, but I think the representation in this game is like pretty solid. Yeah. Um, you obviously, like, you have there's not like a traditional antagonist cause you play as both the protagonist and antagonist of the mm-hmm. story. Um, they're both women and they're both not overly sexualized or any, like, yeah, you know, um, I haven't played the latest tomb Raider games that I've heard. They've done a really good job at like getting something that was kind of like this, you know, pair of tits with legs mm-hmm. character. And they fleshed that out. The last of us, like these characters are, it, it was, it was it was refreshing to see. Yeah, um, yeah. Abby got a bunch of shit because she's fucking ripped. Um, but I thought like I thought it was really I thought it was really cool. Like again, like you're get you're getting you're not seeing like some stereotypical like uh, what you'd expect for like a female game character. It's mm-hmm. not. Um, it, it looks like a human being because it looks like a person. Mm-hmm. Um, you have this. Um, abby's trans friend like that like kind of explores some like real world um comparisons with like how uh overly religious obviously it's kind of um hyperbolic in this game because they're like a religious cult and they're trying to murder this person for being trans but there, there's some symbolism there with uh the treatment of trans people so i thought yep. that was really cool i thought yeah. it, um obviously i can only say so much from the lens that I possess, but it seemed like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I was glad to see it. It didn't like, um, it didn't feel forced. It felt yeah. natural to the story. Um, 
but I think that's like the most other than like the graphics and the story, like just that that level of representation. And mm. also Ellie is like traveling on this like adventure with like her girlfriend. And mm. it's not like, again, not like an overly yeah. da, 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 like, whoa, look at her. She's gay. It's just yeah. like it, 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 they're just they're just traveling together. And, it, you know, it's just it's nice to see. Yeah, it's not slap slap you across the face like look at how woke we are Mm -hmm. it's very fair representation honestly Uh, i mean that's probably the biggest like if i was going to play the game i think that's probably the biggest reason i would it's just because there are not a lot of games that have like a protagonist that's not just like a straight white male you know like if they do it's you know it's still usually a male or like i don't know so that that's kind of a draw for me that's interesting yeah um and the last the last like i'll say negative thing but it's not it's not that negative it's just the replayability Mm -hmm. the game is so long that it's going to take a while before i replay it again and also i think it kind of helps because it i needed i need some time before i play it again it's like i i want to reflect on the story for a little bit more and kind of really break it apart and kind of because it the first game had this really bittersweet ending but it took the whole first game to establish the lore in this world. Mm -hmm. But this game, the benefit that it has is that it's a sequel. So I know these characters already, I know this universe, so they can hop straight into like telling the story from beginning to end and not, not having to introduce a whole bunch of like new components. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot more to digest that I'm still kind of going over, but yeah. So overall, I think, um, sounds like there's a lot of thought put into like, uh, I guess humanity and like how you, I don't know, viewing someone viewing someone's story from their, their perspective rather than just like assuming that you're the hero in the story and like everything on your side is like the absolute like truth, which I think a lot of people have trouble with. Like everyone assumes that they're the protagonist and everyone else revolves around them. When in reality, it's like you're a side character in a lot of people's stories. You know what I mean? That's, I don't know. It's very yeah. similar to Steven Universe. If you watched, mm. uh, have you watched Steven Universe? Or did you saw a little bit. I saw more Steven Universe than I saw The Last of Us first game, <laughs> okay. which is not a lot more. <laughs> I'm That's familiar fair. with the, the. They both they both explore show. like a similar concept where like mm. they they give you this character and you're like this is who you should aspire to be this is mm. like the cool this is the the hero of the story mm. and then by the end of the game you're like man fuck this person this person's mm. a horrible person because like yeah. you see that nobody's perfect and i gotta work it um but now all these characters they're all exploring this like morally gray area of like who's in the right here they've yeah. all done really shitty things and they're all like seeking vengeance for they're yeah, people all seeking vengeance people have their own people. motivations yeah i mean it's not yeah. the world isn't black and white and yeah so it i think it does a good job with that mm-hmm. it's very if uh, another thing i'll compare it to that I, there's it's 50 50 if you've seen it like logan did you see logan uh-huh it, yeah I, like i've that. seen most most x-men things playing playing that game had the same feel to it as logan like this just this was, i like that yeah finale feeling yeah. of like you know this is this is the last journey i got mm-hmm. in me and i'm gonna give it my all and i was bawling like. i was crying the entire 
when Logan ended, I was I had no more tears left to cry. Yeah. As the as the late great Ariana Grande said, I had no <laughs> tears left to cry. <laughs> that's that's what The Last of Us mm. Two will do to you. Mm. I don't know about the first one. The first one, like the first one, is just like has this punch to the gut ending of just like I thought it was is that it. I thought it was supposed to be a horror game, like like that. A that's... lot of people who outside mm. looking in say that, but yeah, no. That's what I thought, and so like watching a let's play that wasn't very entertaining because I I like to watch usually scary games that I don't play, Um, and so I was watching this one, and I think I stopped because I was like, I saw the scene. I think in the beginning when you started talking about it, it came back to me, uh, the whole Joel losing his daughter and everything, and then I think I saw a little bit after that, but it just I, I remember just being like, this isn't scary. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> the selling point for this game is just the story. It's, it's not like okay. The, Good it, to know. It's, like, it's similar to like I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. I, I've thrown I so many comparisons, that. but okay. Another Will Smith movie you haven't seen. <laughs> I don't like Will um, Smith very much. <laughs> damn. Uh, <laughs> He's fine. He's just not my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 Will Smith movies. Um, But yeah the the main the main platter here is the story like there there's like mm-hmm. one or two um spooky parts in the game sure there are a couple there are a couple of jump scares in this game that's like really got me they'll like they'll they'll get you to let your guard down and then they'll mm-hmm. scare the shit out of you and then they'll yeah. like throw some more story beats at you to you know water it down mm-hmm. but yeah overall i think i gave it like an 86 which is okay. my second best yeah. game of 2020 right behind Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, so, I've heard a lot of good stuff about that too. Yep. But that those are those are my thoughts. I I really liked this game. I thought it was just a tad bit yeah. long. But overall, I think a lot of the reviews were correct and everybody who had issues with uh Abby is just a dirtbag human being, you know. <laughs> I hope I hope you don't play the game. You don't deserve to play the game. <laughs> I always find that funny cuz like obviously I'm gay and uh, whatever someone's like, ah, oh, like they made it political, like, you know, and I can see it from like the idea of like, oh, it's uncomfortable for me because I'm like having to like think about this thing. But it's like people just exist in the world and you may or may not like you yeah. may have to interact with someone that's different from you. And like, I don't it's it's always so strange. Like if you look at like the amount of games that are out there and the amount like I think I could be using a wrong percentage, but I want to say there's like, I don't know, 10 percent of people identify as gay maybe something something similar to that and so it's like if you look at all the video games that are out there 10 percent of the video game characters that exist are not gay you know what i mean it's like the the representation is not even equal to the amount of people you would interact with outside of you know outside in the world so i don't know it's it's important to me because like i don't think i ever grew up with a gay character like playing in games uh obviously there were the ones that were like like kind of implied like maybe trans like birdo and like uh poison from street fighters trans but like i don't know it was up only until recently i found out like you know when soldier 76 was announced to be gay i was like oh neat that's really cool like i wish like i had grown up with a character like that and i've been like oh that's that's really cool so yeah glad to see I don't know, studios making an effort to to really do that and and put representation out there. So, well, it's also yeah. like 
almost everything is political. Like if you tell me, you can make something like the audacity for someone to be like, oh, the first Last of Us isn't political. It's just like, did you did we play the same game? Like there are a lot of pieces of media that like, Mm. like people people were saying like, oh, the Lego movie isn't political. And just like, what are you talking about? Like there's this whole like everything is awesome is like a parody of like corporation spood feeding you like, you know, their own rhetoric. Mm. but like everything in a sense everything can be politicized almost every piece of art that is like produced on like Mm -hmm. the scale of last of us and there are artists behind it Mm -hmm. like there are messages in that media Mm -hmm. that um and if you call it political it's just because you see something you don't like it's it's a smoke screen to basically be like i don't like this and i want to i want an excuse to not like it that doesn't make me a bigot but i also want to like disprove of of this so yeah like i mean you could make anything political i mean like uh i don't know getting uh getting a parking ticket is you could make that a political issue you know i'm like yeah uh, going to the store and having to wear a mask is political even though it's just a i don't know i don't want to get too far down this i you obviously get the idea it's just yeah it's one of those things i i just always i'm like oh roll my eyes it's <laughs> It's it's dumb and it sucks yeah. that we're you know it, <laughs> I keep thinking I keep thinking I'm in a very safe space. Um, it's just me and you, bud. It's just me and you. Private conversation. <laughs> well, I keep, like just being a part of like a gaming fandom mm. in general of like yeah, I really enjoy this this entertainment medium and mm. like I think like we're a relatively like okay group of people and then yeah things like this happen. I'm just like man, like where do y'all you guys come from like. You're just like in this like weird Neanderthal cave. There's a you come out yeah. with your pitchforks anytime, you know, someone on the cover of the latest Call of Duty is a woman like fucking yeah. chill. Um, with the advent of the Internet, people in fringe communities can can find each other more so, easily. And it's know. so weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Last of Us 2 is great. Um, yeah. I, I if I if I were to give it a Brian review, I would say I, I recommend it. <laughs> Good. Recommend, <laughs> yeah. I recommend I, almost everything though. So I'll consider <laughs> playing the first one. It just it's such an investment. Like now I have to play the first one before I can play the second one. <laughs> well, I think it's the way you look at it, because like I see it as like you get to play the first one. Like <laughs> and you get you get to play the first one and then like there's a second one. So if you like it, there's two of them that you now get to enjoy. <laughs> i just see it as like homework even if if it's something i'm doing for fun i like think of it as this like chore or like task i have to do which is why i haven't finished persona 5 even it's like (laughs) i've i've just settled into like the only way i'm gonna finish persona 5 is if i follow a guide and so Mm -hmm. i've been following a step-by-step guide on how to like get the best stats and how to get the best relationship Mm -hmm. with the you know you gotta you got to pick your waifu of the group or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've been following a step-by-step guide to just. I, I have the opposite perspective. I have I, the friend that actually got me interested in the game is the same one that turned me off of the game uh, because she, she followed a guide like religiously, like to a T, like she had to get it perfect, like every, every day. And it uh-huh. like kind of stressed me out thinking of the game that way. Like, 
I powered it up and I was like, oh man, I have to now have a guide because I'm going to be missing out on stuff. And like, uh, I'm like, I don't want to oh. play that way. That, that I just want to play it. And like, if I'm shitty at oh, the yeah. game, then. Well, I'm just doing the step-by-step guide because like, mm. I want to finish it as soon as possible. And I don't mm. want to like, I, I don't want to run around aimlessly. Like, what do I do next? <laughs> Who do I talk to? Like, yeah. You know, because I'll spend like forever. Like, am I ready to infiltrate this palace? Like, sure. Oh, well, I have like five more days. I guess I could like do some other stuff. But like now I have this guide. I'm just like, great. Let me knock this palace out Mm -hmm. in like 20 minutes and like Mm -hmm. finish the game. Um, (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm glad you enjoyed The Last of Us 2. I will consider checking it out. Uh... (laughs) That's all I could, you know. Well, you know what sucks is I wish I had a, uh, I want you to check it out. I want you to, mm-hmm. um, I wish I had like a priority list of things <laughs> that like, cause there's like other things that it's like, there's man, like too many, <laughs> there's so many other things I've recommended and like, that's the one you're considering. And it's like, that's great. But man. what is, what is the top of my, what should be the top of my priority the list? Top, be? That I think because I just mentioned it earlier and that got me thinking about it again. Cause I was like, man, like I've recommended it to you a billion times. Steven universe. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd love for you to watch that. I, cause I would love to talk about that series with you. Yeah. Um, cause like the only, cause Brantley, uh, a mutual friend of ours introduced me to the series, but he bailed like as soon as I started watching. So he stopped. <laughs> so I had no one to talk about it with. Okay. Then I watched the whole thing with Dana and we talked about it for a little bit. We watched a sequel series, but like, I, w- I want to talk about it with more people. Okay. <laughs> I don't know I, anybody else who's watched it. I can make you a promise that I will start Steven Universe again. I That's I think not a promise. The, the hard part, the, the part that made it hard for me to get into it was I had watched it on Cartoon Network when it was coming out, part partly. And so shows like that are hard to like start watching from the beginning because I've skipped around so much in different episodes that I'm like, I one, I don't remember everything that's happened. And then two, I have to start like, I don't know. It it just puts you in a weird spot. Instead of like starting something fresh, you have this like some memories of things that happen, but not I don't know. I I will watch the first I think you like it. There's like there's several episodes and I know I like it. I know I like it at the end of the first like the there's two series, but Mm -hmm. okay. So Steven Universe, I think that's four seasons. Okay. Then there's a movie, and then there's one last season. And the movie's okay. like all about friendship. Mm. And I was like, this this just has your name all over it. <laughs> there's musical numbers about friendship. I do, like, I do love friendship. <laughs> they, they say they say the word friendship a lot. And I'm like, this, like this is this is the Brian movie. Uh, anyways, yeah. So okay, but still, but still check out Last of Us. But Steven Universe, like. Steven Universe is number one. That's one, like- one at a time. I need things one at a time. Oh, well, thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, uh, you can find us at Deskpopcast on social media. Uh, you can email any questions, comments, and suggestions to deskpopcast at gmail.com. If you want to catch the video version of this podcast, it's on YouTube. Uh, yeah, so thank you for listening yep. or watching. See ya. <laughs> Goodbye.